Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is February 29th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, Today is leap year. And in honor of leap year, the first segment is entitled, Can FSU take a gigantic leap forward um we all hope so that's the goal you know that's why you got rid of Taggart and you brought in Norvell um he's doing everything right off the field and we hope we hope that translates to success on the field um read yesterday that he said uh, in the Moore Center there will be no earrings no sagging pants no headphones I mean all that's great teaching them to be respectful and take pride in their appearance I can definitely say okay um, that's that's a great thing but the more important thing is getting these guys to play hard for um a whole game each game that's the that's the more important thing right now um and staying out of trouble play football hard well stay out of trouble first academics and then football If they can do those three things We're going to be alright I don't want to say football is the most important thing Because it's not The the young man That comes to Florida State Needs to develop The right way as a man um, Develop academically Be a good student And then be a great football player Um but um, oh, the, these uh, these players have been through a lot. This is their for most of the guys there. This is their third coach, or a lot of the guys on this team. This is their third coach, and you just hope that they don't tune Norvell out. That's what we're hoping for. 
we were you're hoping that the seniors juniors and seniors um are buying in and we'll just have to see where it goes from there man that's all you can hope for um So um, let me know what you think about this segment. I'm going to move on to the next segment, which is entitled E.G. Green, not celebrated enough. All right. E.G. Green from Fort Walton Beach, Florida. Second team All-American in 1997. Uh, Previously, Florida State's career touchdown leader with 29 touchdown uh, catches Um, Green played for Bobby Bowden at Florida State from 1993 to uh, 1997 he redshirted that national championship year in 94 he played in 11 games 1995 was his breakout year 60 catches for 1,007 yards 10 touchdowns um that his junior year um work done was more utilized um it was a more of a running attack and he only had 34 catches for 662 yards and seven touchdowns um his senior year he again had another thousand yard season 54 catches 1,059 yards, 11 touchdowns, and was named second-team All-American by the Associated Press. Um, He left Florida State as the uh, all-time leading uh, touchdown, uh, receiving touchdowns leader with 29. Um, He's 13th all-time. In uh, points scored with 182. And during his time at Florida State, he amassed a 56-6-1 record. Um, Just for me, he just ran great routes. He had great hands. He ran great routes. He wasn't an overly fast receiver. I think once once Peter Warwick started playing beside him, that was really like... Um, when he flourished, but you know, just one of those guys that you never really hear about. Hear about. Um, um, he played beside Andre Cooper, another good receiver. Um, Omar Ellison, another some you know, just guys you never hear about, man, that helped contribute to that fifty-six and six record. We won't, we need to get back to that standard. Those are the kind in a in a in a four or five year span. That's the kind of record I would like to have. Getting back to what we used to be, but um, you know, E.G. Green is just um, just one of those guys you never hear about. Uh, pro career, like a lot of the guys that were on that played for Florida State during that time. He really didn't have a long pro career. He only played for the Colts for two years. Um, Then he played for the Edmonton Eskimos in 2004. Um, 
in in the CFL, Canadian Football League. So it doesn't say doesn't say what he's doing right now in his personal life. I'm getting this information from Wikipedia. Um So, let me know what you think about E.G. Green, man. Um, moving on to the next segment, which is entitled Basketball Season Review. At last check, at last check now, these guys were um, 24-4. and four. So, let me look it up. Number one in the ACC, still 24 and four. Let's see, they play Clemson tomorrow night or tomorrow at two o'clock. I think that's the season finale. And, you know, so we got a chance to win 25 games, man, and go 25 and four. And, uh, uh, 15 and 4 in the conference or 15 and 3 in the conference man that's I mean undefeated at home right now or we will finish the season undefeated at home 6 and 4 on away games and just nothing to sneeze at um You know, Clemson is going to be hyped up. Um, you know, it's one another chance for them to get a signature win. Um, you know, they're, you know, the ACC tournament is going to be very interesting. You got a chance to get four teams in there. I think you definitely going to get four teams in there. There's no way they're going to leave Virginia, the defending champs out there, 20 and 7. 12 yeah they're getting in man so um but you know this team is playing really this florida state team is playing really good and uh you know they've just got a tremendous roster you got to give um you got to give leonard hamilton credit for putting together a pretty good roster man And um, my man Patrick Williams from from Charlotte, North Carolina, you know, he's been playing great in uh, spots here and there. Uh, freshman averages nine points, four rebounds, um, 6'8", he He's a player, man. I think he's going to be a really good player for Florida State. So, you know, the last game of the regular season, then ACC tournament, I'm predicting with a great uh, ACC tournament run, if they go deep into that tournament, do you have to put them as a one seed? I don't see how you can't put them as a one seed. If they make, especially if they just, they don't have to win it, just make it to the championship game. There's no way you can't uh, 
make them a one seed. They're one of the better teams in the country. So let me know what you think about the uh, basketball season review for Florida State. And moving on to the next segment, which is entitled Nobody Makes Nobody Makes Werewolf Movies Anymore. And I'm a big werewolf movie fan. It's like it's like the only movies that like terrify me if they're made right. Um Bram Stoker's Dracula, where the where the the werewolf was doing his thing. He was like a vampire. He could be a vampire, werewolf, whatever. It's one of my favorite scenes of all time, if you know what I'm talking about. Um not gonna go into graphic detail, but if you're a werewolf fan, you know what I'm talking about. Big fan of the uh, howling series from way back. Uh movies. Um Silver Bullet um, from back in the day. How, uh, I can't think of the. Um, let me look it up, man. Now, one show that used to come on Fox back in the day that used to terrify me when I was a little kid, man. Um, and I'm getting scared right now just thinking about it. I love it. Um, the show that used to come on Fox called Werewolf um, and it only came out for one season back in the day um, it's called Werewolf um, and the dude and the dude Chuck Connors man that dude was so scary um, created by Frank Lupo um yeah man it was it was to me it was one of the most one of the best done uh movies uh or tv shows or just where in the werewolf genre period and i just wish they were you know what i'm saying with i like that one movie with uh i can't even think of his name man um Anthony Hopkins and uh dang I'm looking it up now man Alright the Wolf Man yeah uh I like that one uh, with uh Benicio del Toro and uh, Anthony Hopkins that came out in 2010. It did pretty well, man. Um, well, no, it didn't. It cost 150 million to make, and it only made 140 million. But I liked it. Um, so let me know what you think about that, man. They don't make werewolf movies anymore. Um. Last segment for this episode, Chris Ricks versus Thad Busby. Who you got? Chris Ricks is the only four-year starter at Florida State. He lost to Miami every year. Only player to do that. Thad Busby had one great season in 1997. I felt like we should have went to the national championship. Um, I'm going to have to take Thad Busby. He was more consistent in his one season. Chris Ricks had the bigger upside. 
But, um, you know, both of these guys were not something that you would write home about. They they served their purpose. They were bridges to uh, better quarterbacks. But really from 2001 to 2010, we were like in the clouds, just in a, you know, in a blind mist, kind of like where we are now. So I have to take that Busby and that one, man, just more consistent and uh, just a better player. Um, both pretty decent quarterbacks. Um, just hope that James Blackman, well, those two guys are better than James Blackman. I just hope James Blackman can improve, man, and, and just rise above and be one of the all-time greats at Florida State. Um, if he could just get to their level, I'd be happy. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. That's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. If you're listening to this on YouTube, please scroll down to the description. Click on the link. Rate, review, subscribe. Thank you to all the people that listen on a daily basis and support this podcast. Um, I love your support. And as always, go nose.